What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Constance the Podcast. I'm your host, Constance Annan. Happy Monday, you guys. First of all, shout out to everybody that took time out of their day this past weekend to listen to the last two episodes. They were over an hour long. I appreciate you guys for listening. I know the visual took a while to drop yesterday, so if you tapped in on Apple Podcasts, shout out to you. Um, I just appreciate you guys because I feel like the audio quality on those episodes was pure trash. So if you gave me your time, thank you. I think the content was great, but I did not fuck with the audio quality. So thank y'all. Thank y'all for giving me y'all time again. The first thing I want to do is I want to give a shout out to somebody that left me a review. I appreciate you guys for leaving me reviews. It means a lot to me. Thank you again for taking time out of your day to do this extra step after listening to my episodes. Um, shout out to Wella dollar sign four as real as it gets. Listening to Constance has definitely turned up my healing journey. She is definitely someone I could absolutely relate to. And I love tuning into her episodes. If you're reading this comment, you're one step closer into making the right decision. Tune into this podcast and elevate your life, honey. Thanks as always, Constance. You are the best. Thank you so much. You are the best. I appreciate you for listening and commenting. And just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you all the leaving reviews. If you haven't already done so, please, at the end of this video, leave me a review. Excuse me. At the end of this podcast, leave me a review. Y'all know yesterday was Sunday. Reality TV recap really quickly. Bad Boys LA. Y'all know I'm always like Bad Boys LA, Bad Boys LA, Bad Boys LA. It's progressively getting worse and worse every episode. But they did a thing this Sunday. They had Jonathan Wright, the hairstylist. You know, he's done Meg Thee Stallion's hair. He's done a couple other celebrities' hair. Um, he was on the show. He came into the bad boy's house. He shook it up a little bit. He gave me some drama, some action. But at, at the end of the day, I still feel like the show is just missing something. I don't know. You know how, like, you'll shit on a show? Like, you'll say the show ain't shit, but you can't help but to watch the shit because why not? What else is there to watch? That is how I feel about Bad Boys Club. It's entertaining, don't get me wrong, but I'm so confused as to what I'm watching the show for. Like, I don't understand the purpose or the point of the show. I thought I was watching it because I was going to see a lot of fights. I'm not really seeing a lot of fights. I'm seeing a lot of slaps. I'm seeing a lot of running up, but not a lot of action. Shit, they get down more on Jocelyn's Cabaret than they do on Bad Boys Club LA. I don't know if it's because... The security is afraid to let the guys rumble. I don't know if the guys even got rumbling energy in them. Kirion. I really thought Kirion was my favorite character, one of my favorites. Last night's episode kind of threw me left. If you haven't watched um, the episode, pause this, go watch it. Kirion is definitely throwing me left because what do you mean you're playing mind games? I hate when people say that on TV, like I'm playing mind games, I'm getting in their head. How much time do you have in your day to be getting in somebody's head and to be causing up drama to not fight? I just can't get it. Carry on, like, just give it a rest. Give it a break. It's done. It's over with. That's why they just went ahead and brought in Jonathan because they were like, look, we need something else to happen in this house because Andrew Caldwell done left. William the Baddest done left. If we keep it up, everybody's just going to end up leaving because these people ain't meant for uh, reality TV is what it's given. Um, I feel like the next episode is going to be good, but right now I'm just in a headspace where it's like, I don't know what I'm watching Bad Boys Club for. But I'm going to keep watching it because, hey, it's Zeus. Ooh, speaking of Zeus, they said that Jocelyn's Cabaret reunion drops next Sunday. So y'all know next Sunday I'm going to have a mighty fine review for you guys. Real Housewives of Atlanta dropped yesterday. I actually finished the episode this morning. It was it was all right. It was entertaining. Um, there was something that came up, though. 
Drew Sedora and her husband, there was an instance where her husband said, well, she said that her husband said, if she got in the way of her dreams, if she got in the way of his dreams, excuse me, he would leave. What do y'all think about that? What do y'all think about putting your dreams on hold for your partner? I feel like it's difficult to speak on as far as marriage goes. I feel like marriage is a different ballpark than your relationship. Like, you know, um, just like boyfriend, girlfriend, 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 boyfriend, boyfriend, just like a basic relationship. Marriage is definitely a different ballpark. Um, speaking from someone that is not married, I can relate to what Drew's husband was given. I refuse to let anybody get in the way of my dreams. And I don't think my partner should even let me get in the way of her dreams. I get it. In relationship, there's compromise. Sometimes even sacrifices are made. But I think you should stand firm in your dreams and your goals for yourself. And you shouldn't let anyone get in the way of them. Definitely not for the sake of love. I wouldn't because I feel like over time, if you allow somebody to get in the way of your dreams, you will resent them. I've talked about it a lot on this podcast, whether it relates to your parents, whether it relates to a friend, whether it even relates to yourself. Like if you like allowing something to get in the way of your dreams leads to regret and regret leads to resentment. Okay. So I personally would not let my partner get in the way of my dreams. Me and actually, actually had a conversation uh, recently about something and she was saying that she has an idea, like a goal for something like she has this goal and regardless of wherever my life is, she's going to pursue that. I see always love talking to her and I love when she acknowledges the fact that I'm going to be somewhere. She's like, you know, what if you're on tour and da, 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 regardless of where you are, I'm still going to do this thing because I want to do this thing. And I'm like, you know what, do whatever your heart is set out to do. Don't stop because of me. Don't wait because of me live your life. And I feel like I just get it again. We're not married. Um, it may be different in marriage, but even in marriage, this is okay. This is why it's important to marry someone. I believe that has the same values as you, or not even values goals similar to you or understands your goals so that when the time comes, y'all aren't confused when someone wants to go this way and you trying to go this way. I think it's important to have those discussions prior to marriage. That's why y'all know I'm a huge advocate for taking it slow, but also for pursuing your dreams. And nobody should ever get in the way of that, as I've already said. So have those discussions with your partner. Let them know, hey, this is where I see my life in five years. Where do you see your life in five years? And what can we do to make sure that each of us is happy and and able to pursue our dreams and goals despite us being together? You know? So um, that was that. Best of luck to her and her husband. I, you know, the my, just, my thought process is way behind, like way, what am I trying to say here? I don't really care about what happens with her and her husband. That's beyond this. I just think in general, I'm not in love with the idea of putting anything I have on hold for someone else. Yeah. Other than that, the show was good. Um, it was only episode one. Obviously I got to see more coming, but it was good. Uh, I love Marlo's new business venture. I think that the fashion is very fitting and I can't wait to see where that goes. Cool dope idea. It's so crazy how they're, I don't even know. I'm, I want to use the word friends. Like the Real Housewives of Atlanta, those girls, that fr- those women are friends, but they be sitting around talking about each other. Like how you coming to somebody's event and you want to talk about the event that the person threw for y'all to come to. That's a little ant to me, but I get it. People come. So I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get it. What I don't get is how they act like they friends. They act like there's a sisterhood. They act like there's this, this, this um, relationship between them. Yet, 
they just be talking shit about each other. And then after they talk shit about each other, they come together and they talk about it. But let me say this. I can respect that they always um, approach each other with the bullshit. They hash it out. They talk it out and keep it moving. Y'all know one thing about me. I never really liked. It's going to sound weird to say because I'm always like I, I, I want to let people know how I feel. And I always create that space for people to understand why they piss me off and yada, 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 whatever. Right. I never really liked when people can't. I never liked in high school at the very least. I know I'm, I'm out of high school. I've never been in a situation where this has happened recently, but I don't like for people to come to me trying to confront me about stuff. I'm not, more so because it's just like, I think more so it's like, if we don't have a relationship, we're not really friends. Don't come talking to me and asking me, did I say this? Did I do this? Did I do like, just leave me alone. I'm so just so like when I don't have any ties to anybody and I don't like them or I don't know them well enough for them to come to me and confront me about stuff. is like, all right, like, Go find you some business outside of me. I'm not going to lie. I don't even like people saying my name if we ain't cool like that. I remember whenever I'd be in high school, or even in college, just anytime I heard someone say my name, I don't even care what they said. To me, the biggest thing is like, why is my name? Like, who who gave you permission to use my name? Like, just stop talking about me. Stop talking to me. Like, run with whatever beliefs you have about me. Think about whatever you think about me, but just don't come bring that shit to me. I don't care. Like, people love to hear what people have to say about them. I would rather not fucking know. If you don't like me, you don't want to talk to me, whatever. I would rather not know that shit because I don't even want to fill my brain and give you energy to have this discussion. I'm so not into the whole, oh, well, someone said something about me. Let me say this. If I heard somebody was talking about me, I'm not going to go confront them because I just don't care enough. Think what you want to think. Do what you want to do. I just don't care. So I find it funny anytime on reality TV shows, somebody hears that somebody has a problem, they go confront them about it. It's like, why do you care enough to go confront them about it? But I guess that makes good TV. Oh, yeah, that's it. Okay, let's get into I want to read today's Reddit submission. Um, Yeah, that's it. I just want to start today's episode off with the Reddit. We're switching things up. Okay, hold on. Let me actually see and make sure that nobody left me. A advice column submission. I always just assume nobody did. Yeah, nobody did. So let's get on Reddit. Today's advice column submission reads Dear Constance, I need a good excuse. So I forgot to register for medical school simulation, and the deadline was days ago. I emailed the organizers, and they rejected me. I need a good excuse for my mom. I can't just tell her I forgot. She would get so mad. This was so important to her as she wanted to see my level before the real entrance exam. I don't think you need an excuse. I think you need to be 100% open and honest about the fact that you missed the simulation, period. And in this submission, you say that she will get so mad and this is important to her. Like, this is something that she wants for you, but you got to do what you want for you. And let's say you do want to take this test. At the end of the day, your driving force behind taking this test and doing these things should not be because it's to make her happy. Shit happens. You forget. That's okay. Let her know you forgot. I'm sure, first of all, this isn't even a real exam. This is just a simulation. Like, you missed it, you missed it. Keep studying. And at the end of it all, prove to yourself that you are able to get into med school by passing the real test. That's it. Don't lie. Uh, I don't believe in lying. Even if it's to satisfy your parents, satisfy your partner, whatever, whatever. Be open, honest, and true. I'm all about being truthful and honest in any situation. Okay? Um, Yeah, that's my advice. Just be open and honest. This brings me to the next point. You guys know um, the other day. So, first of all, y'all know I'm looking for a job, trying to 
get employed, right? I took a break the past couple months, hadn't been applying to places, whatever. And um, the other day, my mom asked me, she was like, so do you have a job? And I was like, I was open and honest. And I was like, I do not. I mean, she knew that I had been lost my job, but I told her, I do not. I still don't have one. Um, she asked what I've been doing with my time and what I want to do, what I'm trying to do. And for the first time I uttered out of my mouth, I was open and honest. And I was like, you know what? I want to have a talk show. I want to be a talk show host. I don't want to do the, the, the administrative work and the office work. That's just not me. And it took me a lot to say it because in the back of my mind, I was going to say, should I even say what I want to do? More so because I didn't want her to try to discourage me or I didn't want to have to continuously explain what it is that I wanted to do. You know, just cultural differences and whatnot. I just didn't want to have that talk. But I said it, I was open and I was honest. And she said to me, well, if that's what you want to do, I believe you can put your, you can do anything you put your mind to. We're in a country full of opportunities. Take, you know, jump on those opportunities. God will guide you. God will get you through whatever it is that you want to do. And that was so beautiful and amazing to hear and it made me feel good I was going to continue to do it regardless of what she said but it was nice to hear that she said that that reassurance was great and beyond all that it was I mean yeah it was uh, reassurance from her but it was confirmation from God like yes keep going because there have been other things in my life that I would say that I wanted to do and I feel like God has talked to me through my mom in several different instances but I have been stubborn and not wanting to hear it and the first time she this was the first time that she was okay with what I said that I wanted to do in my life and it was just great to hear that. So I think just be honest and open with your mom. And everybody, just be honest and open with anybody that asks you anything. I don't know. It just feels good. Like, lately, I, like, the other day, I was talking to somebody, and they were like, so what are you doing with your life? And I was like, you know, I have a podcast, and I have these different segments, and I was just talking about it. And it, was just, it just felt good to be walking in my purpose. So um, just wanted to share that with you guys. We're going to get into word association. But before I get into word association, I also wanted to touch on um, one of the episodes that I dropped over the weekend with Brianna, we were talking about dreams and I talked about the dream that I had with my teeth were hurting. Um, I posted that snippet on Instagram. I'll admit before I posted it on Instagram, something in my mind was like, don't use the snippet. This is like a little bit too much to put out there. Um, y'all know I'm always talking about like the whole oversharing thing. And I don't know if I am oversharing or if I'm not oversharing, but I don't see a problem in oversharing. I don't mind telling you guys things because like you guys, you guys sit, you guys watch the episodes. Um, y'all, listen y'all actively listen and y'all want to hear these things right so when it comes to posting things on instagram i'm very selective about it i try to do things that are um i guess relatable or things that people can apply to their lives without it feeling like it's just a constant thing so this was something that i posted mostly just about me and i guess i was curious i posted it wondering if or hoping that a dream interpreter would see it and tell me what the dream meant right so I posted the snippet, even though I had some worries about doing it. I posted the snippet and um, somebody reaches out to me and they're like, hey, do you mind if I interpret this dream for you? I had a similar dream. I spoke to a pastor. They told me um, they were able to interpret it for me. So I wanted to give you my interpretation. I'm like, yeah, please let me know. So they tell me the interpretation and I'm not going to give it to you guys just because it is it's relevant to their the interpretation that they received and I don't want to put their business out here. So... Um, I'm glad I share all that to say, I'm glad that I did share that with them. But in them telling me the interpretation, they are, I'm glad I shared it with the public. And in, in them telling me their interpretation, they send me a YouTube video about dreams and um, the meaning behind dreams. And it kind of just, first of all, I'm going to leave that link in the description box below. I'll put it on the YouTube visual description box and then I'll put it in the Apple 
podcast, like the podcast streaming platform description box, just so y'all can refer to that. It was, it was good. It was insightful to be hundred percent honest. I grew up, y'all know, in a Christian household and we always learned like spiritually, we learned that God is talking to you through dreams. And after listening to that, I felt so just disconnected from God and just spirituality because there were a lot of dreams. I think I even acknowledged that in that podcast, I did believe that God was talking to me through dreams. I think Brianna said it and I agree with that, but, um, there are some dreams that I kind of just dismissed anyways. Um, I was just feeling down yesterday because I felt like, oh my God, have I disconnected spiritually? Have I been missing out on things? I've been very dismissive about things. Anyways, I'm going to leave the video in the description box for anybody that wants to refer to it. If you're having dreams and you're curious about your dreams, you should definitely check out that video. Um, it's a sermon, church sermon, just so everybody knows it's definitely God driven, but y'all know, I mean, most of y'all should be God fearing if you listen to this podcast, because I'll be going in about the Lord. And if you aren't God fearing, I think it's still something It's just great. It's insightful and i think you can still take away from it all right so that's in the description box below damn we've been talking a lot are we <laughs> y'all can't see it but i my computer's right here and i always refer to it and i'm like damn i've been babbling it feels like when i'm talking i've only talked for two minutes one minute three minutes but i've been talking we into the bowl i don't know how many we're gonna pull out since i didn't want today's episode to be long <gasps> i didn't even go over today's outfit with you guys Let's get into the outfit real quick. Because the outfit's a good outfit. I actually want to go and take pictures because I love this outfit. I got this leather vest. Thrifted. I got these pink pants. Thrifted. I have these black platforms and silver jewelry. And it's just given. I think this is the look right here. Like, I need to go take some pictures in this because it's just cute. It's subtle, but it's definitely given, like, spring. Um, the pink really adds a nice pop of color to it. I love it. I just love this outfit. Y'all check it out. If you listen on podcast streaming platforms, you definitely got to head over to YouTube. Get right. Get with me. All right. Let's get into the bowl now. Damn. See, I was so ready to podcast today that I just flew past that. Speaking of y'all. Oh my God. Let me talk about this real quick. Are we ever going to get to the bowl? Okay. <laughs> yesterday. So y'all know I recorded two episodes with Brianna on Saturday night. So yesterday was the first night, first day in a while that I didn't have to podcast and it felt good to relax. I already told y'all, I ain't, I'm not missing a day until I have to miss a day. Like when I get back working and things like that, yeah, I'll make an excuse or I will have an excuse. But right now I don't have an excuse to not podcast. So I'm driven to podcasting every day. I'm dedicated to podcasting every day. Um, and podcasting two episodes, making two episodes on Saturday gave me room though to rest yesterday because I still had an episode to drop and it just felt good to rest. I needed that rest. I needed that reset. So that was good. Um, it was just great to rest. I don't know why I shared that with you guys. I don't know. Um, if there's anybody that's like me, you know, you're, you're trying to, I didn't really got no advice, but if you're, if you're trying to, um, be dedicated to something, plan in advance, make episodes in advance, make, you know, vlog in advance, edit in advance so that you can take that one day off without feeling like you have to take off. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. We're getting into the bowl. We might only do one today. We'll see what comes out. Ooh, title or a bond? Would you rather have a title or would you rather have a bond? I'm going to be real with y'all. Prior to getting to this relationship with Ashley, I was cool with the bond. I was cool with the bond because a lot of it had to do with me having commitment issues and, and fear of commitment and fear of being left in the dust or in the wind, right? And so to me, if there's no title, I don't have to worry about being broken up with. If there's no title, I can't really be hurt because if there's no title, you can go do what you want to do. I can go do what I want to do and we can still have that bond. 
you know, I loved the idea of a bond because it also gave me an excuse to, if I did fuck around, I didn't have to answer to anybody. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not the kind of person that can bounce around, date around, be with a lot of people. That's not my scene. No shade to the people that can do it. But when I'm committed to somebody, even if there's no title, I give them my attention. Um, yeah, it's just hard for me to balance like multiple different people at one time. I've never really even tried to do that. But if I had the opportunity, that's not something that I jump on. But in the event that I ever did, you know, go out to the club or go out, you get to talking to people, flirting with people, things like that. I never wanted to feel bad for doing that in case of when, even when I talk about having the title and being afraid of being left in the wind, I'll be honest. Sometimes I think that I'm the one that's capable of hurting the person that I'm with. It's not necessarily about that person hurting me. I fear that, okay, this person likes me and they like me a lot and I might hurt them. Not even that I don't like them a lot, but I just didn't want to ever hurt anybody and not feel responsible for hurting anybody. And I felt like that title would make me feel responsible for hurting someone in the event that I did hurt them. That is never my intention, but you never know, you know? Uh, I, I don't think anybody ever talks about that, like caring about someone so much that you fear that you will hurt them. Because the reality of it is, you hurt people. You can hurt people. You know, you you love your mom, you hurt your mom. You, you love your brothers and sisters, you hurt your brothers and sisters. It's no one's intention. I mean, it's not my intention to hurt anybody. But it is possible that I can hurt someone that I love. And that's something that I don't want to do. So I feel like without the title, I don't have to be held responsible for that, right? Another thing with the title is, I never wanted to make anyone feel like they had to stop what they wanted to do to be with me. Whether it's pursuing dreams, whether it's pursuing someone, if there's no title, you can feel free to do what you want to do. And if you choose not to do those things, it's a real indication of love to me because you're choosing to have self-control and self-discipline to respect me even when I'm not there, even when it's not required of you. I guess it was kind of like a test, but not really a test. I just felt like no title was just, just freedom. That's another thing about me. I love being free. I hate feeling like I'm bound to something. I am definitely a free spirit. Y'all hear it all the time. I get on here. I'm like, I'm interested in this. I'm interested in this. I'm interested in this. I love to be free and feel free. And I hate feeling like I'm bound to something. And the title made me feel like I was bound to something. So I was definitely in favor of a bond. Bond sounded great to me. Um, if you ask me what made me bite the bullets to say, okay, let's get a title. I transitioned from bond to title because I realized that I didn't want to be with anybody else but beyond being with anybody else I just felt like that was the next step the same way I feel like after being with someone the next step is marriage I just think that that was the next step so it's like why not put the title on it but I think mostly because I didn't want to be with anybody and as selfish as it sounded I didn't want her to be with anybody I was just ready to 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 commit and just be with her commitment is scary because in the back of my mind I still think like I don't want to hurt this person but I've become more comfortable with the idea of not hurting, but going through the motions of a relationship and understanding that, yeah, there's some ups, there's some downs, but we're going to stick together through those ups and those downs. Um, personally, I don't think either is better than the other. If a bond works for you, then it works for you. If a title works for you, then it works for you. Um, I've been on the, I've been in favor of both, you know, so I understand the upsides and downsides of both. And I don't, I, I, I don't even think there's really a downside to either. 
Um, I think it's all about perspective and it's all about what works for you in that time. And uh, I think, I think that's just it. I think I just gave you guys the rundown of everything. The title just seemed like the next step. That's, that's the easiest way that I can break it down to you. And I definitely didn't want to be with anyone else or see her with anyone else. That was something that I was like, okay, so y'all know how I told you I, I left. I liked the bond because it gave us freedom to do what we wanted to do. Right. I don't think either of us was really okay. So maybe we were doing things that maybe we were doing us while having that bond. Right. But I didn't know about it. It wasn't something that we talked about. So when it became apparent to me and I could see that there was, that there were other people involved, it, it became like alarming to me. And I'm, so we talked about jealousy the other day. I didn't even touch on this. I'm not really a jealous person. Jealousy isn't the word that I would use, but it did become like, oh, wow, you're with other people. I didn't really like I I don't want to be with other people was the energy. Right. I'm not a jealous person. I'm not I'm not the kind of person that goes through a phone. I'm not the kind of person when someone compliments you. I'm like, uh, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm typically not like that. Let me say recently I started feeling like, oh, like just I'm trying to figure out how to put it into words, y'all. Sorry. I think my actions changing and showing more care and love for her has shown me that like, okay, I'm ready to commit, but there's still that sense of freedom. Please, by all means, do what you want to do. Like, I never want to be the person to hold you back from anything. Um, but I care more and I'm committed to caring. I'm just committed to the process to us. That's it. Um, I hope that I was like, I hope I articulated something in that. I feel like I was bouncing around idea and idea and idea and idea and I don't know if I conveyed a message but um let me see if I can I can um articulate the jealousy thing correctly because I don't like I don't like the word jealousy and I think jealousy has a negative connotation but I think jealousy is a normal trait to have within relationships but I just don't like jealous I like more so just I want to use the word concern concern ain't it you know you'll be out and you'll see your the thing is when there's trust the jealousy feeling doesn't really come that much. And I think that's it. I think that's it. I was ready to trust her and be trusted. And I think before I didn't care if there was trust and I didn't care to, to, to trust or have trust. I just didn't care. And I think it's just, that's what it is for me. The title came when I realized that I cared, you know, but all in all, I do not ever want my partner to feel like I don't ever want my partner to feel like they can't do something. Even if you're thinking about being with Susie Mae down the street, by all means, please go be with Susie Mae down the street. Just communicate that with me. Let me know. Yes. One of the non-negotiables that I added to my um, list recently was cheating. Um, Initially, I didn't really think too much about cheating. I felt like cheating is something that can happen, especially if you're being, and I still do believe that it's something that can happen, especially when you're in a relationship for a long time. It's just you and that one person. I get it. Um, in marriage, I'm definitely like, if you cheat, I can give you one more chance. In a relationship, I just feel like you could have just talked to me, told me you wanted to pursue other people. And it could have become a conversation about like an open relationship or a break or, you know, whatever. I'm the, the, to me, wanting to be with other people is not the issue. It's not being, it's not feeling like you have that safe space to come and talk to me about it. When I believe that we had that safe space to talk about it. So that's the issue to me. That's why cheating is a no-go for me. So that's why I don't even want to use the word jealousy. It's just all in all just caring about this person and caring about what they're doing, how they're doing it, when they're doing it, just caring. 
And when, when I didn't care and I didn't care to be cared for, I was cool with the bond. But like the bond didn't mean that there wasn't care. I don't know how to articulate it. I, I feel like I've said it enough. I feel like it's going to be one of those things where I sit, I listen to the episode and I'm like, oh, I should have said this, 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 this. But I think y'all kind of get what I'm saying, but whatever. We'll probably touch on it again another time. But what do y'all think? Title or bond, which one? Which would you rather have? Which do you have now? Okay, let's run a brief intermission because we're hitting 30 minutes. We'll be back and then we'll get into more shit. I don't know if we're getting into the bowl again. I don't know if we're doing let's get deep. We're just going to run a brief intermission, okay? Run the brief intermission. If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in, all right? 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. All right, you guys, we are back. I'm going to do one more topic out of the bowl. I didn't even mention to you guys, I was playing around with the settings on my camera and I think these settings are definitely hitting. I'd never even tried to do any like camera settings a day before in my life. Y'all don't care about that, but that's the truth. I never, I usually just set up the camera and get it rocking and rolling. But today I was like, let me get on YouTube and let me see what settings other people use to try to make it a better watching experience for you guys. So hopefully y'all like it. If y'all don't like it, it don't matter. It never really matters if y'all like it or if y'all don't like it because I like it, but Y'all tap in, y'all tune in, so y'all have some space to speak about what y'all, what y'all like. Yeah. All right, so we're digging, <laughs> we're digging into the bowl, guys. We're just going to pick one more out, and let's see what we got. Ooh. Intuition versus fear. How do you know if it is your intuition or if it is fear that is driving you? This came to me sometime last week right and I wrote it down and ever since I wrote it down I've been sitting and I've been questioning constantly how do you know if it is your intuition moving you or if it is your fear and today it it dawned on me that anytime it anytime I have a thought that is fear driven it typically begins with what if and when I put what if at the beginning of the thought I begin to think about negative things that happen. And so when I'm constantly asking myself, what if it doesn't work out? What if I lose? What if I this? What if I that? And it's negative, I automatically assume that is fear. When it is my intuition speaking, and when it's my intuition speaking, excuse me, sorry. When it's my intuition speaking, I believe that it's God speaking, right? I believe that that my intuition is 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 God driven. I believe that all of that is one and the same. And that feeling in your body, in your mind, is is for me, it's an automatic action that needs to be done. There's no question about should this be done, how should it be done, it's get it done. It's as if there's no option. And that is when it's my intuition, when my body is telling me do this, don't do this. I say body because I feel like there is that feeling within you that lets you know. It's it's more than just a mental thing. And that's the difference too. When it's fear, it's all mental. My body doesn't know anything. Maybe I get like a little bit of anxiety, um, but the anxiety is driven by fear. It's a, it's a whole bunch of what ifs, like I said. When it's intuition, it's it's more than just a thought. 
it's my body and my body feels so unsettled until the thing is done because my body knows that this is something that I need to do. I'm trying to think of an instance where uh, my intuition told me to do something, but I can't think of anything in particular. That episode that I made about overthinking, I'm not going to go in depth about what I was overthinking about, but that day I was stuck on, it was a whole bunch of what ifs, what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. No facts behind it. No, 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 um, nothing positive behind it. It was all just negative. And y'all remember in the book, Bamboozled by Jesus, she proposes to flip your perspective. And instead of asking yourself, what if it doesn't work out? What if it does work out? And so that's something that I've been challenging myself to do now. But all in all, it's just understanding that that what if is just fear driven. And um, I'm just still sitting here trying to think, when did my intuition tell me to do something? And I did it. I recently applied for something. I'm not going to tell you guys what it is that I applied for, but I applied for something. And when I came across the thing that I applied for, it was so random. Like I was looking for something else. That thing came up and automatically my brain, my body, everything was like, okay, do it, apply. Not once did I sit and I think, what if it doesn't work out? What if I don't get it? Da, 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 da. It was just get it done and apply. And so I signed up. I remember I signed up for like an infomercial, not an infomercial, but an info thing so I could know a little more about it before I applied. And then I just, boom, applied. No thought behind it, just get it done. I think that's intuition or when your body's telling you like, don't go to something, you know, there's an event somewhere and you'll think about going, but then your body's like, just don't go. Your mind's like, don't go. Everything within you is like, nah, I'm not going. And you don't go and then you find out like something bad happened or or you ended up doing something even better that night. I don't know. I just feel like when it's fear-driven and it starts with a what if, that's fear, right? That's not your intuition. And when there's an action that needs to be done, it happens. This is another thing too. When it, Whenever it's intuition, whenever my intuition is telling me to do something and I take too long to do it, life forces me to do it anyways I remember my intuition was telling me to do I don't want to talk about what it was my intuition was telling me to do something right and um I was just sitting on the eh, I'll think about it and eh, I don't know if I'll do it and then I had no choice um uh, later on that day the thing that my intuition was telling me to end ended on its own I had no it just ended and I was like okay got it so I don't know I just feel like when it's intuition not only is it an action and not only do you know that that's something that you have to do, but life is going to go in a way that forces that thing to come about. You know, I'm always like, God will never let you miss an opportunity. God is always working in your favor and God is always going to make sure the the puzzle pieces are, are fitting the way they need to fit in order to get to, in order to get you to your final destination. So, um, yeah, we're going to end that word association was a little bit serious today. But that's what came out the bowl, okay? Um, we got Let's Get Deep. Y'all heard a lot of Let's Get Deep over this weekend, so I'm just going to pull one. Today's Let's Get Deep is, what's the craziest, craziest thing you've done while drunk? I'm just sitting thinking about it because I don't, I haven't like gotten drunk in a while. I'm trying to think. 
I remember the first time I actually got drunk. Um, I was, I don't know how old I was, sometime in high school. And I'm hanging out with a friend. I'm at our house, and her brother's like, do you guys want to try this? It was a bottle of Sky Vodka. And I haven't drank this. I have not drank Sky Vodka since this, since the first time I drank it. Um, he passes it to me. He passes me a shot. The shot was in a medicine. Um, actually, I don't know what the shot was in. Passes me a shot. I take the shot. And I was like, oh, that's it? I remember, like, I guess when you don't have an expectation of what alcohol tastes like or what anything tastes like, you have no no um, pre- judgment about it there's just no thoughts about it right so I took the shot I was like okay that's it he gives me another one I'm like okay take it back now everybody knows you gotta wait some time before but in between the shots right I'm just throwing them back he's handing them to me to take them back I think it was just three that he gave me he gives me one more I take it I'm like okay what what well, you know like that's it and remember I told you guys that I came up in a household that didn't have any alcohol I didn't even know what alcohol smelled like I had no idea about alcohol so me and my friend we go and we sit down and then all of a sudden I just start, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm drunk and, uh, I walked everywhere as a kid. So me and my friends, we, we didn't really live that close to each other. Like in a car, we lived close, but walking distance was like 20, 30 minute walk. Everyone from where I, everyone from where I am from walks, like you walk to get to where you got to get to until you get a car, especially as a kid, we were walking, right? So we're walking from my friend's house to my house. They have to walk me home because nobody drove and house was I going to get home? Obviously didn't want her parents to see that I was turned the fuck up. So we're walking. I remember we get to a, we get to Taco Bell. And of course at Taco Bell, everyone is at Taco Bell. Everyone from school is at Taco Bell. Of course, Taco Bell was the hangout spot when I was growing up. Okay. They built the Taco Bell. That was like the meetup spot. You meet the, you meet the plug at Taco Bell. You meet up at Taco Bell to wait for your friends. You meet up at Taco Bell to hang out. You just meet, hey, you meet up at the Taco Bell. Okay. So <laughs> we're at the Taco Bell. Everybody's at Taco Bell. I don't necessarily, I don't really remember the conversations that I was having, but I remember that I was just spilling like my secrets and telling everybody about everything that I I went through and did, and it was just really messy. Um, they walk me home. I remember I get home and I throw up nonstop, just throwing up everywhere, all over beds and everything. And that was it. I blacked out. I don't remember. I remember my brother wakes me up and he's like dad's coming I think it was my older brother my older brother woke me up he's like dad's coming and I we, I got up and I like showered or whatever I think there was throw up everywhere all over my bed and stuff my brothers figured it out however they figured it out I don't know that was the craziest thing that ever happened and then the next day my dad was like who gave you alcohol and I'm like how the hell did my dad know my dad probably seen or smelled the throw up or just knew I don't know but after that I couldn't smell alcohol like, I did not want to smell alcohol for a long time I still remember like the smell and taste of the throw up Mm-mm. that was that was the first time I'd ever gotten drunk I think I was 16 like I said after that one time I never had sky vodka again it was the craziest time I'm sure if you ask the people that I was with they'd say something completely different I really don't remember it in full but I remember that I got to that Taco Bell and I spilled out every all my secrets everything about my life I said it right then and there why don't ask me I don't know why you want to know something though I don't necessarily believe that drunk thoughts speak sober a sober mind like I don't necessarily think that I get it I understand that like when you're drunk you have no filter I think more so it's like action so like sober me would never want to hit someone right but drunk me might hit someone drunk you're drunk you is just a whole another different version of yourself like I don't necessarily believe that 
drunk you is you with no filter even you know what i ain't even gonna say because like there you just have i think you can just you have some control over drunk you you can definitely have control over your drunk self i think back then since i had never i guess you have to learn how to control alcohol in your body but back then obviously i had no filter but now like there's no way i'm spilling my secrets it doesn't matter how drunk i get that's just not it's not that's not happening all right we're gonna end today's episode um (laughs) i love you guys i appreciate you guys check out the um episodes that i dropped this past weekend with brianna if you haven't already done so love y'all i appreciate y'all Ooh, one of my episodes got like 200 views in a day shout out to everybody that tapped into um the i'm not jail material episode that one's doing big numbers let me say this if you run a business you got a podcast you doing something and you're not utilizing instagram reels and tiktok you're doing yourself a disservice that is straight up free promo to the public the algorithm is just pushing out your content to anyone and seeing if it sticks do the paid advertisement by all means but those instagram reels and those tiktok videos do numbers because like i told you guys i had uh one reel with 70k i had excuse me i had one tiktok with 70k i have reels with 10 12 13 14k i only have 300 followers on instagram the views get up there on reels like if you haven't tried reels and you haven't tried tiktok and been intentional with the content oh like first of all post multiple a day i post multiple reels and tiktoks a day and then on top of that i'm experimenting with the different types of content that i'm setting so i record a whole youtube video sorry quick quick marketing 101 i record a whole uh podcast right that's what i'm telling people if you have a podcast and you don't have a visual aspect i just don't know how you're getting your shit out there unless you have um an audience already the chance of someone listening to an audio gram with no visual is slim i'm not saying no people won't listen to it people might listen to it you could be the one to go viral but if you have a visual it makes it a lot better because face recognition people will stop for a face before they stop for just a shoe unless the shoe is something they ain't never seen before uh but beyond that post multiple different reels a day right reels and tiktoks a day and i experiment with the different types of reels that i post so one reel might be a story time that i share on a podcast another reel might be like a dear constant segment another reel might be a motivational piece like just play around with it have fun with it something's gonna go and then in experimenting you'll learn what sticks with the people have your visual if you have a podcast okay that was quick promo i love you guys i appreciate you guys leave me a review and a rating after today's show if you aren't already doing so please follow constance the podcast on instagram at constance the pod follow constance the podcast on tiktok at constantly pod subscribe to constantly the pod on whatever podcast streaming platform you're listening to me on don't forget this is a visual podcast so you can watch me on youtube or you can listen to me on the go just search for constantly the podcast on youtube or search for constantly the podcast on apple Podcasts or spotify and you will find me follow my personal social media pages at black mocha b-l-a-c-k-m-0-c-h-a i'm on tiktok i'm on instagram I'm on Pinterest. I'm on Twitter. There was no bitch did you see that tweet today. But follow me on Twitter because whenever I do bitch did you see that tweet segments, that's where you'll see that. Um, subscribe to Black Mocha on Twitter. Yesterday I dropped my April month vlog. So if y'all want to see what the month of April looked like for me, check that out. We're going to work on the April. or Excuse me. What month are we in now? We're going to work on the May month vlog. I didn't even say anything about May starting. May, this is a new month. 
Blessings to everybody. May everything work out in your favor this month. Set your goals. Reach your goals. I don't even have goals for this month yet. I got to sit and figure that out. I'll come back to y'all tomorrow. Yesterday was definitely my rest day, like I said. Um, actually, I do have a goal. Well, we'll talk about those tomorrow. Um, yeah, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. And I will see you in tomorrow's episode. Peace.